0: Thank <music> Hey, family, welcome to That Is What I Needed, brought to you by One Houston Church. I'm Pastor Chad, and my lovely wife is with me, Pastor Jay.
1: Hello, family.
0: We're so excited about this podcast that we're launching. We pray that it blesses your life. We we pray that it gives you what you need uh, to make it through your daily choices, your daily decisions, and everything that you have to go through in life on a daily basis.
1: We are so excited, as my husband was saying, about the podcast. Uh, I kind of wanted to let you guys know where we came up with this title of this podcast, That Is What I Needed. And it really came and stemmed from different conversations my husband and I have had with different couples and individuals and just doing mentorships. And, you know, when we leave these conversations, you know, the the statement that is always said to us is, man, that's what I needed. You know, I needed to hear that. I needed that in my life. And so, we, you know, as we sat down and kind of, I thought about the podcast and just what we really wanted to relay to people. That's what we came up with is that is what I needed, because we think that a lot of times in life we go through these different situations and we, we find ourselves in different circumstances and really needing to talk to someone and and get some advice some godly advice some mentorship and and so it can really be what you need at that exact moment in your life to you know help you um do better to make better choices to to get get past and over get through certain situations and so that's kind of where we came up with this whole uh title of that is what i needed and so as we continue with these podcasts you should hear things that will help you with your marriage with your finances uh, it will help you with raising kids. It'll just help you all across the board, hopefully, in your single ship and just everything. And so, thank you so much for joining us today with this uh, podcast. One of the things that we have been discussing on the One Houston platform is trashiness and, and that's something that we kind of wanted to just jump start this podcast off with talking about h- how you're living your life uh is it trashy or is it meeting the standards of god Or are you are you trying day in and day out to live your life according to the bible you know according to how god would want you to be living it or are you living your life any old kind of way you know, are you, are you living a trashy life or are you living a life that's pleasing to God? And living a trashy life is, is, you know, all across the board. You know, are you talking trashy? You know, do you have trashy relationships? Just, just all across the board. Are you thinking trashy? You know, does your heart, you know, is your heart trashy? Do you need to clean your heart out? And so it's just all across the board. And so today, I kind of wanted to just, jump in this with chad as a conversation talking about trashiness right now uh on the one user platform we're actually on the actual topic of trashy training and 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 that's kind of what we're talking about right now and so what do you think about trashy training uh chad as we kind of launch the podcast
0: i think that trashy training or trashy conditioning uh is based off of uh, just what are you intaking on a daily basis or what are you allowing to lead your life? It's much like eating and working out. Uh, what they, most most of the time they say what you eat is what you are. Uh, and so what you intake on this Christian journey, on this walk with Christ is what you are. If you're, if you're not intaking a lot of Christ, um, the expectation is not for Christ to show up on the outside that much. And so if you train yourself and condition yourself, it, in taking Christ on a daily basis, or how much ever you need him uh, within the day, so that he, he will show up on the outside of you in those certain circumstances that challenge you in your life. And so, I, I love the conditioning part because uh, anybody that, like I said, on our one Houston, uh, on our uh, not our podcast, but on our actual services, which is 10 o'clock on YouTube, what I said is. It hurts sometimes when you work out uh, And especially if you have not done it uh, in a while Or have not done it before You have to go through some growing pains And most people do not like going through pain uh, right. But you have to understand On this journey uh, of conditioning yourself Conditioning not only your body but your mind uh, it, 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 takes some, it takes some things that have to be cut out uh, It takes some um, discipline in your life And if you don't have that, uh, I think you'll get shorted out of everything that God wants to give to you in this life. I feel that most of the times people think that they're living based off the conditions that their uh, parents have set before them and they stay within those conditions and they don't have the exposure. They don't have the mentors uh, pushing them in the direction that they need to go.
1: And let's talk about that for a moment. So... You kind of brought up a really good point about a lot of people. When you think about conditioning, a lot of a lot of times you are conditioned, however you were brought up. So your parents, as, as you as you're raising kids, you know, we're actually ultimately conditioning our kids. We're letting them know what we think is okay, what we think isn't okay, um, and and just kind of shaping their minds, shaping their dreams, shaping the things that they may want or not want. And I think that, you know, as parents, sometimes we don't realize that we really are having that big of an impact. Um, But really, we are everything that we do, everything that we say, we're actually shaping, we're conditioning our children. And so let's talk about it for a second. You know, if you grew up in a household where You had trashy conditioning passed down to you from a parent. You know, let's talk about that for a second. And uh, a lot of times we may, you know, have a parent or parents that uh, didn't really show you what a stable household uh, household looked like. Or or a parent that showed you, you know, that every Friday, Saturday and Sunday they get dressed up and going out. You know, or you may have, you know, parents who showed you that drinking was okay, that tattoos was the thing, you know, just 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 a lot of different things, you know, that happens as parents, you know, we raise our kids and we're shaping them and not really noticing that. So... One piece of encouragement to throw out there is, if you are a parent and you, you know, God has entrusted you with raising kids, let's pay attention to what it is that we're showing them. And one of the good points that you know you brought up, Chad, in our on the One Houston platform, is that a lot of times kids are going to remember what you do opposed to what you say. Mm-hmm. I remember you making a statement that uh, one of life's greatest teachers is is life <laughs> itself. And so a lot of times, you know, parents are telling their kids one thing, but they're living their life totally different. And, and that's a fine line, you know, that we're having to kind of make sure we don't cross, you know, as we raise our kids because our kids are going to more than likely remember what you showed them opposed to what you told them.
0: The issue with that is I feel that most individuals that are living their life do not think that they're doing anything out of the ordinary, okay, I think they believe that they are living the life, and that's it. they're living what they quote on quote called the life
1: and what do you think that is what what do people think is the life
0: I, I mean of course, having fun uh, I, most people just I want to have fun on a daily basis no matter what if I, if I want to go out and drink, get drunk. I want to go out and drink and get drunk. It's it's no boundaries. No and, boundaries. And, and I feel that um, most, I wouldn't even say some. I feel that most individuals feel that way. That I'm going to live my life. I only live once. YOLO. I mean, this it, it <laughs> is what it is. Uh, to take it back to to that, um, and with that, they tr- some individuals try to. Conquer, um, try to do everything possible for them to to quote unquote have fun their way. And so, when you're conditioned that way, my question to you is: How do you change somebody's thought process that's conditioned that way? And they don't even acknowledge any boundaries set by God, by the Bible, by Jesus. They just want to do what they want to do.
1: And so my thing or what I would actually say to someone in that situation is in general, I think that we all need mentors in our life. I think we all need, you know, someone in our life that is on a level that we aspire to be on. We we all need someone in our life that can give us those great sound advices. We need someone in our life that will call us out. And and I think that if if you have that person in your life, um, that person will be able to kind of be that mirror and kind of show you that what you're doing, how you're acting, how you're behaving, the things that you're saying, what you're thinking is not right and it doesn't line up with the word of God. Um, And so I think that first of all, get a good mentor in your life that will be able to shape you and kind of uh, push you into the right directions. Second of all, I think that at the end of the day, we really need to stop and realize that life isn't about us. You know, life isn't about us. It's not about all of this, you know, having fun and happiness. Life is about knowing God and making God known. I mean, you know, that's what life is about. And so as, as we do that, no one say you can't have fun in doing it. You know, you, you can have fun in doing it. Being a Christian isn't boring. I think that that's like a, you know, a misconception that's out there is that I can't have, I can't be a Christian and have fun. And so, what do you think about that?
0: But I'll say this. uh, We live in a society now that the focus is on the individual. It's on self. It's it's on self. How can I look better? How can I feel better? How can I make... It's just, how can I make myself more marketable? It's, It's basically just consumed with self. And so, I think when you live in a society like that... Uh, how do you combat that that mentality of self? This is how I was conditioned. This is how I was trained. And I really don't see how can someone see another way when yeah. they've been 20, 30 years been raised up this way.
1: Right. And I see what you're saying. Again, I think you just need to get a, a really, a really good mentor, though. You have to get a really good mentor, someone that's going to show you yourself. And 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 show you that what you're doing and how you're actually living your life and what you think is the life, um, really isn't. You know, uh, you think you're living, but you're really not living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think that once you can get someone to show you that, and and realize that life isn't about you, you have to come to that conclusion at some point that life isn't about me. And and I think that ultimately, Chad, if we can start to get, if we can get people to start to be falling in love with God. If you can fall in love with God, get to know who God is. If you get to know who he is, you're going to fall in love with him. And and as you fall in love with with God and, and 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 you're in in that cycle, I think that God himself will, you know, then show you. He'll begin to open up your eyes. The things that used to be fun to you won't be fun anymore. You know, the the things that used to be appealing won't be as appealing and and you will begin to change from the inside as as your heart change you will begin to change. And so I think that for those of you that are out there that you're been conditioned one way for so long um is it is time Hopefully that they hear this podcast and that they're able to say, you know what? I'm going to give me a good mentor. Let me find out. Let me really see if my life is on track. Am I really living my life the way God wants me to live it? Because at the end of the day, that's really what you want. You want to live a life that God wants you to live. You want to live a life that's pleasing to him. And I remember you telling me one time, Chad, about, you know, one of your favorite uh, motivational speakers, Eric Thomas, was saying that he has a saying in the shirt even out that says, when you want to be successful better than you want to breathe, then that's when you'll be successful. And, and I say that to say that as soon as we get people that says, I want to be exactly who it is God wants me to be. When, when, when you want that more than you, better than you want to breathe, <laughs> then that's when we'll start seeing people transform from this selfishness you know, transforming from that into a person who is living their life according to the way that God wants them to live their life. We'll, we will find people that has been stuck in, you know, trashy conditioning and will start seeing their life begin to change and they'll start conditioning themselves the right way. And this is not a easy process. It's not gonna happen overnight. These are things that you're gonna have to work at day in and day out. And one of the other things I wanna mention really quickly is I know on the One Houston platform we kinda gave this example about it's just like if you're an athlete. You know, if you're running track and and, and you you wanna win a gold medal, you don't just Wake up and with no conditioning, no training, and and go run and win a gold medal. You you condition, you train for that. You know Steph Curry, one of the greatest three point shooters of all time. He didn't just wake up that way. You know he had to train, condition day after day, year after year, and he's conditioned and trained his body. To, to to be this great three point shooter. You know, same thing with if you you know you play football. You don't just wake up and win a super bowl. You gotta condition, you strength train, you you do all of these things to become a great player, to become someone who can win the Super Bowl or win an NBA, you know, championship. You have to condition your body, your mind Everything you, you know you change the way you eat, you change your environment, you change everything when you get ready to, to, to try to compete on these type of levels. And the same thing in your Christian walk: when you want to be uh, on a certain level, when, when you want to uh, really live your life according to the scripture, when you want to really draw yourself near to God, you have to start training yourself. Training yourself up in the word, training yourself, conditioning yourself in, in reading your Bible and going to church and getting in small groups and, you know, finding mentors. You know, th- these are things you have to do. So when you find yourself faced with life, you know, because mm-hmm. life is going to throw you, you know, throw things at you. When you find yourself faced with life, you want to be conditioned so well in, in the word that you're able to handle that you're able to be victorious, that you're able to to swim opposed the sink. You know, I feel like we live in a time right now where you you hear a lot of people with these stories of just, they just feel like they can't catch a break. You know, we, we we living in a time right now where I feel like everybody has something going on in their life and we are searching and reaching and trying to find out how to be victorious in it. How do we succeed? And I think one of the main things you know that we can tell you out there is to condition yourselves
0: well one, one of the biggest or more important things that people tell me it's hard to recondition yourself when you have been conditioned a certain way true uh you talked about Steph Curry, and we talked about this before. Steph Curry is conditioned to play basketball. Right, right. His body, his mind is conditioned to shoot three-pointers. Right, right. And so with that, when God calls you to do something differently and you have to recondition yourself, not choose a different God or choose uh, how you serve, but you have to maybe go at it a different way. Right. And you have to recondition how you how you prepare your mind uh, for the people that you're going to talk to. Uh, even when it comes to ministers and how they deliver to the millennials, you cannot deliver the message in the same way. The same word, but the delivery, because right. millennials are smart. They, they have so much at their fingertips. How are you going to deliver a message that will draw them? Because some have been conditioned where... They're just not going to sit down and listen to a 15, 20, 30 minute sermon. And so with that, how do you change or recondition yourself to draw more people to Christ?
1: Right. And that is that is so good. I think a lot of, you know, older pastors should really pay attention to that, you know, because uh, I think a lot of older pastors are kind of quote-unquote stuck in their old ways. But I think that we really need to sit down and think and say, I love what you said. Well, we don't you don't change the word. <laughs> you know, you, 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 we want to keep that uncompromising word, but it's in your delivery. You change your delivery. Know your audience so you know how to reach people. Someone told me that, you know, once in speaking classes, you have to always know your audience. And if you know your audience, it'll allow you to speak better. So let's talk about this for a moment, Chad. What are some areas you know as you being a man you know growing up and and just kind of living this Christian life, what are some areas that you feel like you were conditioned uh you know maybe wrong you were conditioned wrong and you've had to change here you know in your adult life or as you have you know gotten closer to christ you know what what are what are some of those things and how did you how, how did you recondition yourself
0: oh that's easy. get as many girls as possible <laughs> Sleep with sleep with as many women as possible. Um This is how you
1: used to think.
0: Oh definitely. Mm-hmm. This is just it is what it is. Uh Jay Z had a song called Girl uh, who was it? Yeah, girls, girls. Girls all over the world. I, I mean <laughs> I remember it. Uh because this is what's and not only did was it was I conditioned this way, I would say better than fifty percent of the men in this world were conditioned the same way. It's to just pursue women. Pursue I, that's my belief. Uh, that more than 50% of men probably had the same ideology that I had about talking to women, getting women, having sex with women. I mean, it's it's all over the in the music that we play, in the movies that we watch. It's a stereotypical, and it's something about stereotypes. If you watch enough of it, you'll be conditioned like they are mm. on in the movies or in the uh, or in the songs.
1: And this is a good point to just bring up. How we have to really pay attention on what we feed ourselves.
0: Oh, it's it's uh, what it's all about consumption. It's all about conditioning. I, I feel that all of. On the One Houston platform, what we talked about, consumption, conditioning goes hand in hand. What you eat and then how you prepare your body and using it on a daily basis. If you're eating healthy and you're working out, man, your body will respond appropriately. Your mind will respond appropriately. If you're feeding yourself the word and you're actually implementing it in your life, conditioning yourself in using it, you should be able to respond to people that are challenging you, that are, are trying to... To push your buttons, you like I already knew you was coming, so that you're more so prepared for them and you'll be able to smile and pray for them. Some people uh in the Bible say, Pray for your enemies, they don't understand that peace. How can I pray for somebody that's talking about me? Because you're conditioned and you're consuming what is needed for you to pray for them. Right, right. And I just feel like uh that's all about reconditioning yourself. And I, I feel that in the reconditioning process if you're not conditioned well or a condition where you need to be, certain seasons cause for you to be reconditioned because in a certain season, I may respond in a way that is nice when God wants me to recondition myself and respond in a way that is stern, but sometimes he does not do, he doesn't want you to Go with the flow, but He wants you to stand up to some things. All in love, but He wants you to stand up. And I know me, I am conditioned just to be nice. That That's me. But as I walk this path of Christ, He calls for me to recondition my mind, to stand up on the Word, and do not waver on the Word. And some people will come with ideas that are not of Christ, and I have to check them on that, or I have to show them What the word says back in the day when I was just nice, I would just go along, not going with what their ideology is, but just not even respond to it. And so in reconditioning myself, I stand up on the word and I respond to them so that they can hear uh, the facts of what the word says.
1: Okay. so going back to what you were saying is that. When you were a lot younger, one of the things that you were conditioned, (laughs) you were wrongly conditioned, uh, was kind of how you thought about women, how you pursued women. So tell us, at what point, you know, being a man, at what point did you change and how did you change? Like, uh, you know, tell us the struggle of it.
0: Oh, that's easy. To To break a condition like that, you almost have to be... Dramatic with it. You have to like change your number. You have to you have to stop um, going to places where it's going to be easy for you to engage in activities that are not um, Christ-like. Uh, so you have to change your uh, patterns, uh, and it's it's a daily, I would say, a daily fight with the enemy on some issues. Uh, whatever it may be, he, he always brings temptation, and he knows what you like, so you have to prepare your, condition yourself, prepare yourself um, focus in if you have a spouse focusing in on that spouse, have them on the forefront of your mind, and also understanding you're living for christ you can't just go out, and when I start living for christ, and that 's one thing about. I feel about women wanting certain men. Mm-hmm. Want somebody that loves Christ more that just doesn't love you. Mm. Uh, because if I, if they truly love Christ and have conditioned themselves in Christ, they'll love you like they're supposed to love you as a woman. And so I, I just feel that being dramatic in the steps of breaking. Uh, the ideology of how I thought of women And Being committed to Christ Is number one And you just got to follow the path After that Just follow the path that Christ has given to you I Pray on a daily basis And it's uh, the prayer of Jabez I, I pray that temptation Don't even come my way uh, well, I, You, you want to stay far as way I mean, Always put yourself uh, Bring your wife Bring your Bring the your loved one uh, around so that it's harder for temptations to be successful if you have who you love right beside you
1: That's
0: I, good. That's I, good. I even think about giving passcodes away to my phone some some guys still, they have married for 20 years they still don't give their passcodes <laughs> what I, is
1: up with that? why don't men want to give these passcodes?
0: my own ideology about it is that you got something to hide it just is what it is
1: see my thing about that is the, the the thing I hear most men say all the time Is that um, One of the reason why they don't want to give their passcode Is because that means that the woman must not trust them Oh, that's they, one. Of, that's they try one, to flip the script on them
0: That's one of the best lines I've ever used in my entire <laughs> life um, Nine times out of ten I'll say eight times out of ten Just to make it um, more realistic If Let's just think about it If a man is not giving you the password to his phone. Mm-hmm. And you guys are in a committed relationship and are married. You got something to hide. It just is what it is. It's Because those who are just living, they don't care if you have the password. They don't even care if you take their phone. Right. It's right. just nine mm-hmm. times out of, Well, I said eight times out of ten. It's just something that they're hiding... And they don't want to be exposed.
1: So this is a really good conversation. For those of you out there who are listening to this, y'all come in. Y'all let us know. Give us some feedback on what it is you think uh, about this situation. Because I know this is something that is really out there right now. You know, this big argument between the male and female of these passcodes to these phones or even just having a passcode to a phone. Um, and just kind of let us know about that. Because I know as from a woman perspective, thinking about it, I'm thinking... I'm kind of thinking, you know, if I can't have your passcode, it does make me feel that that you've just given me some insecurity. It's not that I had it before then. You've given it to me now with that comment because I'm thinking, well, well why not? Why, what do you have going on that I can't see and that I, you know, you don't want to show me? And so... and guys, think about that out there. I really hope you guys kind of change the perspective of that and start giving out these passcodes if you know that this is the person you want to be with. You know what I mean? Uh, Because it really does put off a negative connotation of just, you know, untrustworthy. I just want to bring that up. Okay, so that's one thing, you know, giving passcodes, making dramatic steps, um, giving your life to Christ. These are things that really have allowed you to key in on um, changing some, the way you were conditioned to think about women or how to treat women and, and things like that. Okay, so that sounds really good. Uh, what would be your advice to somebody out there right now that's kind of uh, in the middle, they in the middle, and they, they're just trying to figure out, you know, uh, how to recondition themselves? You, you, what would be the first thing you told them to do?
0: Question themselves. How bad do you want to change? Okay. How how bad do you want to change? Some people will say that they want to change, but in actuality, they want to remain the same. They
1: want to remain the same. They,
0: they, they The flesh is having too much fun. Mm. And so, most individuals, young and they think they're invincible. Mm, okay. They think they have time to find Christ.
1: Right. That is so true.
0: I find them when I'm 50... I'm not going to find them when I'm 22 because the world paints a picture. I mean, they, the world paints a picture of this is it. Let's have fun while we can. Mm -hmm.
1: One of the other things that I wanted to talk about, Chad, as we kind of close and show people how to recondition themselves I love the way you said that as you reconditioned yourself, you've done a lot of dramatic things to, to, to recondition yourself. Now that you're reconditioned, can you kind of explain to us or let us know uh, your current thinking on women and and, how, and, and, and and them now?
0: Well, the first thing I, I had to always ask myself, how bad do you want to, t- to change, Chad? It it was just a question that I asked myself on a daily basis. How bad do you want to change? And I just feel that when you start listening to what Christ is and start letting him be the head of your life, your whole viewpoint, well, my viewpoint of women, changed completely to respect them, number one. I I have a wife, mom, two sisters, three sisters. Um, And so plenty of female friends that I... That I associate with And so My mindset is If I'm doing this to Per se One woman out there I'm doing it to somebody's Maybe mother Maybe sister uh, Friend And so just the mindset Of how to respect women uh, It's more so has to be a mind shift, I mean, because the the world, the viewpoint the society has women painted in a picture I mean uh my boy Eric Thomas says that we allow music to uh call women hoes and bees and all of this, and that's okay, matter of fact. Women will dance to those songs, mm-hmm. but true. if we start talking about something positive, people don't want that. They want the drama. They want the uh, the trash.
1: Mm-hmm. They want the Pe- trash. I
0: mean, some of the most viewed shows uh, on YouTube or most viewed uh, videos on YouTube are just trash. It, Eric it? Thomas said another thing. People stay in a poverty mindset because they feed they themselves with trash mentally. Mm-hmm. They'll watch mm-hmm. fights, they'll see somebody cursing somebody out and those are the most viewed videos because they like the the trash. And so when you have all that trash in you, you're intaking the wrong thing. You're conditioned almost to respond like what you've been consuming. And so that's why it's easy for some individuals to Go curse somebody out. It's easy for individuals to get in combat with somebody because that's what they have been conditioned to do.
1: Okay, that is so that's so real. Can you tell the listeners um, now that you've reconditioned yourself mm-hmm. and you have this better viewpoint? Are you having fun? Like you know, it was it worth the change? You know what I mean?
0: It's worth the change. The mindset is at ease. It's at peace. Um, I'm able to go through life and be myself. I, I'm able, I don't have to lie. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I, okay. I, I don't have to do all of that. And and so it makes it easier. I don't have to look over my shoulder see. I don't have to hide my cell phone. I don't have to get another cell phone. I don't have to have a, a password on my phone if I don't choose to have a password on my phone. It's just, it makes life easier, fun, free. You have freedom and and that's what I feel that you find in God you find freedom in God and where you have the liberty to do um, anything And because you know you're living a lifestyle that number one God is proud of and number one that gives you peace at the end of the day and even when circumstances or trials come you're able to handle them because you have been conditioned in a way to handle them and not shelter in place
1: right. I'm so glad you said that I just really wanted to get men to see that Um, And people in general But just to see that Just because you were having fun one way In this bad conditioning Doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to have fun When you straighten up When you start conditioning the way you're supposed to It doesn't mean the fun stops It it doesn't mean um, that, that, That it's not that the grass isn't green on the other side. And so I really just wanted to encourage people that I know even for me and a lot of women, please let us know how you feel about it as well. I know for me, I tell my husband all the time, one of the best things about me getting married is the freedom. I feel so free in every area of my life. And so, you know, getting married for me was one of the best choices and best decisions I think I've ever made. Um, but I think you know. Also, you want to get married to the right person. That's a whole other podcast. It's <laughs> uh, a whole other podcast. But today, we really just wanted to key in on um, trashy conditioning and just a lot of things that we, when we find ourselves conditioned wrong, really needing to put in the work. We, we really want to encourage you to put the work in um, to become the person that God wants you to be. You have to put the work in to be successful you got to put the work in to be victorious you got to put the work in to to swim opposed to sink and so that's what we wanted to encourage everybody out there today and we want to really just thank you for tuning in and listening to this podcast we will have a lot more of these coming and we are very open to um different topics and ideas please let us know and uh, we will make sure to bring them up on the next podcast uh-huh.